Hello. Hey. <laughs> hey everyone. Welcome back to Five Years Time with Grace and Lauren. And we have a special guest today. Uh, one of my best friends. Her name is Maddie. Hello. Um, and today she is going to be going to be having some chats. We're going to be having some finance chats. We're going to be talking about um, her job and how she got there and yeah, just some interesting life conversations about money basically. Money baby. Mhm. So, so I can What? So go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie, introduce no. yourself. Hello. Um I'm really bad at this kind of stuff and I'm uncomfortable, so I'm sure like everyone watching this just know that I'm just as uncomfortable as you are. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, I'm Maddie. It's nice to meet everyone. <laughs> um, and thank you, girls, for having me on here. Um, and I'm excited to talk about money and life and important stuff. So Good, good. We're excited yes, to have you here. Money is the most important thing to learn about, and I feel like it's not spoken about or taught about enough. So we need the people yeah. to know how to set up mm-hmm. their futures. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Especially like going from high school to university and kind of moving out on my own. I'm like, I have no idea how to do any of this. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it's honestly sad. Like they in, – in high school, they focus so much on – kind of irrelevant things like what's the what's the parameter of a triangle it's like that doesn't matter like <laughs> teach people about mortgages and credit cards and credits and you know how to pay bills and you know what's a good age to buy a house and how you can buy a house and things like that so honestly it's we need a whole revamp of the system definitely yeah exactly because I feel like even even people when they're young I know a lot of people they just go and they're like, oh, I'm going to go get a credit card. And then they start spending and spending and they don't realize that, you know, you, you have to pay, pay it back at a certain time and it affects your credit. And even when – or I guess, Maddie, my question for you, I don't really know the answer to this one, but when you put your card through on, say, you get like an Amazon subscription or a, or a Netflix subscription, if you put your credit card through and then, for example, you don't make a payment to your Netflix account, does that affect your credit? Um, yeah, any, any mispayment. And I'm going to say a disclaimer now, um, I'm legally not allowed to give any financial advice. So it's just going to kind of be me answering like very, very broadly. Brief questions. Um, okay. yeah. Um, I can't tell you guys exactly. Like I just, I'm not licensed to give financial advice, but I'll obviously, um, speak on credit and, and things like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, any, any mispayment affects your score. Your credit score is solely based on two major things your payment history that you're paying things on time uh, your, your credit score in general is basically a judgment of how well you can handle credit and mm-hmm. are you living in your means and are you paying things back it's how trustworthy you are um so two major major points of your credit card uh sorry your credit score are your utilization so if you're maxing out your credit cards and you're not paying them back that's a big one as well because it's saying that you basically can't handle the credit that you're given and yeah. you can't pay it back fully. Uh, another one is payment history. So even if you're struggling to make those full payments, just make sure you make your minimum payments 
on time. Uh, it's huge. It's just showing good track history that you can pay your stuff. You, you're, you're aware of when things are due. And because honestly, every time I have a client come in that's young, I, I, you know, if they're 18, if they're opening up a checking account, I always suggest a credit card because you need to build credit when you're young. So when you're older and you want to get a car loan, you want to get a mortgage, not only is your is your approval percentage higher, you also get better rates and right. better perks if you're in good standing with credit. So credit is huge, huge. I, I, I can't even explain to you, like I'll tell you some stories when we get deeper in the conversation, but credit is so huge and people don't understand that. And it's, it's, we need to educate our people. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like I always thought that I was being safe by not having a credit card and living off of the money I had and using my checkings account and not stressing about credit. And then when it came to me needing to buy a car, it was like so difficult. <laughs> and yeah. that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to buy a car. Then I should get a credit card because you never know if there's an emergency, you might need a credit card or mm-hmm. if you're filling up gas, whatever. So then at that point I was like, okay, I'm going to get a credit card. So thankfully I had done that a little bit prior to actually buying my car. But honestly, like that was so hard trying to find a bank that could trust me because they were like, uh, we don't know anything about you. You literally and have especially for no a history. big loan like that yeah. too, right? Like when yeah. it's something bigger, like a car loan or a you know any type of um, big lending, it's they they won't even they won't even look at you if you don't have credit history. So it's almost like building a rapport with the bank. Like Absolutely. that's how somebody put it to me. That's how somebody put it to me because it's like you're you're basically building a relationship with the bank and with other. So that's your history right there is like the, the history that you have with the bank. It's very important. Absolutely. And, and I will say that, um, you know, if I do applications for credit cards or, you know, unsecured lines of credit, like if you have an issue, say, you know, say you didn't pay your phone bill for a couple months and they and, and your phone company wrote something off, that will be on your credit report and the bank will look so deeply into your credit bureau and they will decline you for such a small amount of credit if you have anything written off if you have collections anything that is high risk they won't even give you like a two thousand dollar credit card like that's why i say the the severity of having good credit is so important i I can't even and i see it every day like i see it every day so um it's important to start somewhere and you don't have to start with anything big you know you start with a $500 credit card and it's not it doesn't matter if you have a $10,000 credit card or a $500 credit card it doesn't matter doesn't matter the amount of the card you have it just matters what you're paying down every month that you're paying the full balance and that you have you're paying your payments on time because like I said your credit score is in your credit bureau in general it's it's your repayment history like it's, it's it's just seeing are you good with money so if somebody sees that you have a bad credit score it's probably because you're living out of your means you're using credit that you can't pay back or you have debt that you're not taking care of properly and there's no way that someone's going to lend to you on top of you already having issues with other companies uh, whether it's phone companies or car companies or banks like they're like no you're you're high risk I'm not even gonna lend to you until you can prove that you deserve not deserve but you can show that you can pay the money back because at the end of the day all companies care about is that you pay them yeah (laughs) totally and like on saying how important credit is and the responsibility around credit like I personally know so many people who oh like 
cannot manage their credit. So what do you suggest for those people? Like I know so many people who just literally live off of their credit fully. So let's say they have a $25 credit. They always have uh, $2,500 on it at all times. And if they pay off like $40, then they're like, oh, okay, like I have $40, do whatever. Like they think it's real You're money. living out of your means. You're living yeah. out of your means. Yeah. Like, like you, what do you suggest to people who do that? Like how do they get out of that spiral? Cut out your – either increase your income mm-hmm. because no matter how much debt you have, as long as you have income to, to carry it. I have people that come in, they have $25,000 credit cards. They put 20000 to get their roof done or whatever it is, and they pay it back in a month. It, it, it's just you have, to, you have to make sure that your income is triple the amount of debt that you're using, first of all. Mm-hmm. But if you do have debt that you can't get rid of, you need to really look at your spending and you know, you don't, I can guarantee you that anybody that's in severe credit card debt, you are spending money on stupid shit that you oh, can't yeah. afford. Am I allowed to yep. swear on this? Yeah, know, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I sat, I sat down with someone and we, you know, we looked through their credit card and they were spending $700 a month on Uber Eats. Like that yeah. is absurd. Oh you know my I mean? goodness. Learn I what you're spending. And I would say that if, because there are benefits to credit cards. If I'm booking a trip for $1,000, even if I have that $1,000 in my checking account, I'm going to put it on my visa so I can get my cash back or my points points. on my visa. Exactly. And then you pay it back. But I would say that if you are in a lot of debt, you need to set a plan to pay that debt off before anything. So really look Mm -hmm. at your spending. Like, do you really, if, 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 if it, if you cringe when you're buying something, unless it's absolutely like necessary, like baby food or something for your animal or your car breaks down, if you're cringing on buying something and you know that you can't afford it, um, don't buy it. Yeah. Like, and, and, and just make sure that you're, even if you're swarming in credit card debt, increase your income, get a side job, get a side hustle, you know, like just make sure that you're managing that because it's going to follow you and eventually it's going to go to collections. And I actually just had a friend that that she had, she got a mail, a letter in the mail from collections. And even if you pay the um, collections, it still shows on your credit report that you had the collections call you and and reach out to you. Oh, yeah. So yeah. It sticks with it's, you for life. For li- seven years. If you have something on collection, seven years, you are getting no lending from anybody. Mm. I can guarantee you right now. I had a guy apply for a $500 credit card and something went to collections uh, a couple of years ago and they said no, like $500. They won't even do that. So yeah. yeah. I feel like people don't talk enough about financial freedom and financial security and being safe with your money especially in this world of like Instagram and influencers and buy this and do that and if you don't have this you're not this and it's just so much and people live in these false worlds where they feel like if they buy these certain things they'll be important to somebody but then they're ultimately making themselves they get sucked in yeah and they'll never be able to buy a house they'll never be able like they set themselves up so poorly it's so like good. that it's like that um it's, it's just like a fake the fake it's culture fake. of yeah. everything fake like I think I don't I don't know who um who was saying this but like people will go out and they'll like buy cars they can't afford oh yeah and still have and they still 
Yeah, and they still have all of this debt to pay off, but they're like, oh, it's okay because I have a fancy car. Like, I know. I know. You literally can't judge someone's worth or wealth. I mean, not their worth ever, but their wealth off of their car because literally people put down $0, $1, $2, like nothing on a car. I don't even understand it. Like, my dad told me from a young age when I was very young, just because that person's driving a Benz, don't think they have money. And I never really understood it until I work at the bank. And I I, honest to God, I don't know if I'm going to get fired from my bank for saying this. But um, I have people come in that are have a whole equity line of credit and they're lending $200,000 and basically getting a second mortgage to yeah. afford their car. Yeah. Like all for the looks. So out of their means for mm-hmm. people. Like there's such a big, I don't know why people just feel so powerful. It, it's honestly, I found that you make decisions for two. There's two main reasons why you make any decision in life. One is based on emotions and feelings and one is being rational. Mm-hmm. And people that are buying cars and things that are out of their means, they're not thinking rationally. It's based yeah. on feelings. If I, I don't care if I live paycheck to paycheck. If I have this bend, oh my God, everyone's going to like me. Yeah. But I, honest to God, the stress that I've seen, money issues break up families, break yeah. up relationships, break up friendships. Like you, people need to stop living out of their means and there has to, there just needs to, something needs to stop with with everyone having a Mercedes and Chanel and Gucci. Oh my gosh, that, that person is so cool. Like that whole, that needs to stop. I also feel like it's not cool then. Like, wasn't it cool because it was like elite and hard to get, but now it's like anyone can get it. Like, it's not cool. Stop. Exactly. People are living so out of their means. It's it's honestly, I see it and I saw it even prior to COVID. It's so disgusting. I have people that come in that make $150,000 a year after taxes and they are still swarming in debt because they can't manage their money. It's financial literacy. Somebody making $40,000 and spending $10,000 a year is technically still saving more money than somebody making $150,000 a year and spending most of that money. Doesn't matter yeah. what you make, it's how what financial literacy you have and how financially yeah. smart you are. It's how you manage your money. You need to like live within your means and it's it's so sad. People are literally taking out second mortgages to buy cars I and this and at least if you're going to you know, buy something. If you're going to have debt, have debt that makes you money. Buy yeah. property, buy businesses, yeah. buy invest. Like, yeah. And I would yeah. also say huge tips. If you have any, look at the interest rates on your credit cards, 19% to 22%. So a lot of people that they make the mistake of investing when they have so much credit card debt. Yeah. Stop investing if you're getting, because if you're investing and you're making 10% a year, that's great, but you're paying 20% in credit debt. Yeah. So there's no point. You're losing money. Pay your debt off first and then then invest. So on that note, like, what are your suggestions, especially for your age bracket and like people entering into like adulthood? Like, what are your suggestions on savings and like starting that like weekly paycheck or whatever savings from your jobs? Like, what do you suggest? A couple of things. I think this generation is very, everybody wants to get rich overnight. Yeah. Like nobody understands that investing is, is patience. You know, it's, it's, it, you have to set yourself up when you're young. I would say the biggest thing is educate yourself, read books, watch movies, look at wealthy people. How do they manage their money? All I hear is Astro. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> he so has cute. this new obsession with Makai's door and Makai's not home, but he keeps crying in front of it. Sorry. Aww, Anyways, continue. Um, I would say, which, what, how we were saying school is lacking. I would say, educate yourself, you know, read books. See what makes you money. And I, I am a firm believer in working hard, but there's so, you need to put more emphasis on working smart. 
Yeah. What is actually yeah. going to make you money? And and what do you want? Like, I would say, you know, start your RSP. Even when you're young, if you put $20, $20 in a month, don't, this is not a, don't quote me on this amount. Yeah. But <laughs> like you put $20 in a month, you know, you start when you're 20 years old, when you're ready for retirement, you'll have millions and you won't even realize it. But it's yeah. just starting young and building yourself up for when you're older. If you do want to start investing, you know, uh, me and Lauren just did a really um, brief podcast today talking about this, but you know, just educate yourself before you start investing because there's investing is very, very emotional because it's your money and you can lose a lot of money if you don't, um, you know, educate yourself before getting into it. Uh, the reason why, you know, I'm surrounded by financial planners and wealth partners and these people are managing people's money because they've been through years of school and education and licensing and courses. It's, you know, they have every license and every qualification in the book and that's why they manage people's money. But, you know, as a young, as a young person, I would say, get your TFSA tax-free savings account, you know, read up on it, see what you can, you know, put into it. And, and just if you know if you want to invest in stocks, make sure that you are reading up on the companies that you invest. You know, yeah. um, you have to be patient. You know, you can't just invest in something because you want to invest in it. You know, see is the company reputable? Is that company going out of business in two years? You know, what does the CEO say the earnings per share and how much you know revenue are they going to have in the next years? Like, you have to read up and you have to educate yourself and you have to be patient. It's just like if you're going to just throw money in the stock market or throw money in bonds or throw money in any type of investment, you might as well just throw money out the window because you really don't know what you're getting yourself into. Totally. Um, so I would say, you know, stocks can be risky. Be prepared to lose the money you put in, but high risk, high reward. Um, you know, there's just like everything, there's you, you look at your risk tolerance, right? Do you, it, same with mutual funds. So at the bank, we have mutual funds that uh, are basically big pools of money that are managed by professionals. And if you, if you don't care at all about investing, you don't want to learn about investing, but you want someone to invest your money for you, you would probably go for something like mutual funds. There is a fee, but it's because someone professional is managing that money for you. But the first question that any, investment advisor financial advisor is going to ask you when you're investing is what's your risk tolerance do you want something low risk do you want something medium risk do you want something high risk um so assess your you know when you're young you have less to lose i think when you're young you know a lot of the times you're not married you don't have kids you don't have a mortgage you have less to worry about so if you want to take that high risk when you're young is honestly when you should take that risk if you because you have more leeway to fail um but you know look there everyone just thinks oh the stock market but people don't realize that there's so much more investing out there. There's ETFs, there's mutual funds, there's guaranteed investment certificates, there's, you know, bonds, there's, there's so much more out there. So I would say it's hard because, I mean, this conversation I could go in on for hours and hours and technically, legally, I'm not allowed to give financial advice, but I would say just educate yourself is the biggest thing. Um, see what's out there, see what fits your risk tolerance. And just like everything, um, you kind of have to experience it. Like you can read a million things on the stock market, but you can never, the stock market is constantly changing. There's no way to really know what's going to happen tomorrow. So the best thing is just to get in there and start small. And if you want to, you know, buy a stock for $5, just put your $5 in and just see the way it moves and kind of get a gist of it before you start putting big money into it. But um, yeah, I would say just, just make sure that, you know, you're reading books and watching documentaries and, and just look at what rich people do, look what they invest in and, and look at their patterns and see what, see what works best for you. I would say. Totally. Yeah. I yeah. found like 
For me, when I first started working and like I just graduated, I was living at home, I was working, like it was like money, 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 like I had no mm-hmm. bills, like I just saved all my money <laughs> and I didn't save, I did have fun, like I still had fun, I still did lots of stuff, but like automatically every paycheck I had like pay yourself first 50% coming out because I was living at home I had 50% going out into my TFSAs my RESPs like everything was going out and then um and then I was still able to have fun and I'm so thankful that I did that and that I like my mom was like hey Grace you should like consider saving your money and I'm like I'm so happy someone told me to do that yeah because I look at where I am now and where I was then and I remember them being like um I don't know why I don't just get to like go on trips and do whatever I want but now it's like wow I really set myself up for the future and I'm still only 27 so as long as I keep that mindset going forwards it's yeah, like for it's sure you, when you, that's why I say when you start young you are laughing you know yeah. when you start young and I would say exactly pay yourself first yeah. if you get a paycheck you know, if you have debt that you need to pay, obviously worry about paying that first. But say your debt for you get your paycheck. I, I, I used to put 80% of my paycheck away. And then you'd be surprised, man. You can make, when you're a student, you can make 20 bucks last a week. Like, if yeah, you oh, totally. <laughs> so, like, you pay can. yourself first. Because oh, my you, gosh. At the end, at, at the end sure. of the month, after all your expenses have come out. And when you have more money, like, when I got my paycheck, I would put 80% of it in my savings. And I would live like I'm broke. Yeah, like I would just yeah. have a hundred a hundred dollars in my account, and I would actually freeze the money in my savings account. I would go to the bank and I would tell them to freeze it, and I can only use it if I actually call them to unfreeze it. So I would yeah. not want to touch it. So I would learn to live on such a small amount, and then that yeah. kind of takes away when you have the money in your account, you're tempted to spend it. Oh, so if you 100%. don't see it, yeah, you don't always know about it. So for sure, yeah, like that—that's the biggest thing. Weeks, I found as well, like when I actually had it go into my TFSA, because then you'd have to call to get it out, blah, blah, blah. Like I would, I, it was not even money to me and I didn't even Put think it about it. Yeah, and it then I remember I went back to school. So I stopped saving as much because now I was a student. I was paying for school and whatever. I was still saving whatever and working, but not saving as much. And I was a little more flexible, kept a little more money in my account just so I felt safe. But I found that my mind thought like, oh, I have money. I'm good. I can do things. And I wasn't being as smart as I was being before. Like you really do need to put it out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that that saying where people are like, oh, I'm broke, but I actually have like X amount of money in my savings account, but I just, I'm not going to use it because what, you know, you never know. It's like that. It's like that. Um, when you have those savings aside and for example, I don't know, even just little things. Like when I think about Astro, like what happens if one day all of a sudden he needs this really expensive surgery and you know, what if I don't have that for him? It's like, I want to put all this do? money. Yeah. yeah. What am I going to do? Like I'm going to have to put him down or like, what am I going to do? So it's like those like little things in my mind, especially now that I'm Obviously, he's just a cat, but taking care of another living thing, I'm like even more and cautious about. Happen. Like, yeah, like shit happens. Like, what are your, or car crashes. Ha- the other day, me and Maddie witnessed a car crash, and we're like, imagine the person, whoever was at fault, like the amount of damage they're gonna have to repay, even after like insurance, insurance and everything. Insurance like, just it's- random incidences that happen. Like, you always you have, have to be- have an emergency fund, and that's yes. what I would say. Everyone was freaking out in COVID and I think COVID was a huge reality check to have savings and stop living paycheck to paycheck it can be gone in two minutes like yeah. I, that's why I said you know what this is the importance of savings and this is why you need three months of expenses whether it's rent groceries whatever it is you need to have three months worth of shit, something if shit hits the fan and I would say the biggest 
saying that my mom, she never made great money. She was a single mom, but she always, always, always provided me what I wanted and what I needed because she was so smart. She would have these little funds. So um, if she knew that my birthday was coming up in, in say three, four months, she would actually start putting like, she would, so she was a server. So, you know, she would put $10 a shift away every, you know, she'd work five, uh, five days a week and she'd put 10, 15 bucks away every shift. And then when my birthday comes around, she'd have like hundreds of dollars and it doesn't feel like so much of a bite in the moment as well. You already have that money saved. It's to the side. She had, she even told me the other day, she's like, I already have plant funds for her plants in the summer for her fireworks that I do on the Canada day weekend. Like she's already starting these funds and she's just putting five, $10 every couple of days, which doesn't feel like anything. But then when you actually, the event comes up or whatever comes up then you have that money in the side and you actually don't even have to touch the money in your account, you have it right there. And it was something so painless five bucks every you know you people go get coffees at starbucks every day for like seven dollars imagine yeah. if you just put that away in an emergency yeah. fund you have hundreds of dollars and by the end of the month so i think you know it's like even for uh romeo my cat his uh surgery you know me and my mom a couple months before we uh we would put five bucks every shift that we had we put five bucks and by the time we had the surgery we had the money full and we actually had a little bit extra so it wasn't painful when the actual situation came around. So I would say a big thing is even if you're not making great money, that's okay. But just put a little bit of cash aside for a rainy day if something happens or if you know someone's birthday is coming up or if you know you have to buy something or a surgery is coming up for one of your animals or whatever it is. Just start, be smart. And even my dad, he just put his coffee change away for, you know, he'd go break a five at Timmy's and he'd have change and he put it in a jar. And by the end of the year, he had like $4,000 in, in, in change. And, we, and so wow, we, went on, we, we went on a trip with it. It, it adds up. It's, well, and that's what I say about patience is you just put money away, five bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks a month. You would be shocked at how much money this, you know, in a year, in two years, in three years. And time flies. Time fucking oh, yeah. especially oh, yeah. now it's going by Look like crazy i know i feel like, like it's money everything is like this it's like oh if you start now like you'll be so thankful in whatever amount of time like every situation but money truly if you literally right now go to your wallet br- pull out your five dollar bill your twenty dollar bill and just put it away like and do that make that a habit you will be so thankful in a month in mm-hmm. two months in a year like you'll be so happy yeah What about budgeting? Like, I feel like people don't budget. Like, I came out of school making a budget. Like, all I had was, like, my phone bill, a little bit of groceries when I was living off, like, all these little things. But I always have had an Excel spreadsheet and run off a budget and known how much my monthly expenses are, how much money I'm going to have left over, how much I'm willing to put into savings, how much I'm willing to spend on fun. Like, I've always done that. But I feel like that's not common knowledge for a lot of people. Yeah. Absolutely. I would say just honestly, just prioritize things. Like I find that so many people, they just spend money on stupid shit because they put themselves in situations to buy stupid shit. Like if you go to the, if you go to the mall and you see, oh my God, I love that sweater. I need that sweater. But it's like, guess what? If you didn't go to the mall today, you You would have never never thought thought about it. You needed that sweater. So realistically, like figure out what's actually important to you and like what you have going on in the next, you know, five months, a year, two years. And Look at what you're making and, and look at your monthly expenses and you'd be surprised. Like you could go through all of your spending. I'm sure honestly, if you got bank statements from the past two years, you would cry on what you spent on like food. Oh, for sure. For shit, you know, like you would be like, What the hell did I really spend money on? So I would say budgeting, just 
really be realistic. Yeah. I feel like when when you actually write it out, like when you actually see it in front of you, it makes it different. Like money can be so imaginary to you, right? Like you see the number in your account, you know, like, okay, I roughly spend this much on bills. But like when you actually write it out, you're like, oh, wow, look, I have all this extra money. And where has it been going all this time? Like what the heck? Exactly. And that's why when people are like, oh, yeah, I just got paid. All my money is gone. I'm like, yeah, because the second you get paid, you want to go to the mall. You want to go buy this. You want to do this. You want to do that. Like, look at what you really need. And and if you're that vulnerable with money and you feel like you can't handle money and having money there, then like I said, put it away. Put it in a savings account. You got a paycheck. And lock it, like you said. If you have family, literally be like, mom, take this money away from me. Like, take this money away from me. And if you don't see it, you're not as vulnerable. Like, I used to do that too. I just second I get paid when I was younger I would go to the mall and I would go shopping and and I would have you know my first job and I'd get like a $500 paycheck and then I would go to the mall and I would spend it all in literally like two days I would go buy food and I would do this and you just get so vulnerable but if you put it away and like I said you live like you're broke and you know there's realistic expenses you know don't ever feel bad that you're spending money on your phone bill don't ever get mad that you're spending money on food but you know make sure that you're not ordering takeout every day but you have to eat you have to pay bills you have to these are necessities of life but just just if you're just stop putting yourself in vulnerable situations like get off your phone and stop scrolling on these online shopping sites because like you said they pay they pay people so much money for marketing to lure you in to buy that shit so you actually like are triggered to buy oh i need it it's on sale oh my my gosh like oh it's that sale mall when you said you're at the mall and you see a sweater and you don't want to buy it like wow i vibed with that like when i go on instagram it's like i literally need nothing i go on instagram i'm like oh my gosh this is so cute i'm like on the website looking at Yep. I'm like wow I have to have this I put it in my basket and then I like think about it for a bit and I'm like what the heck like I didn't even come on Instagram to want to buy anything like what yeah. is happening 100%. even the other day I had a I had a $50 um shopper's gift card and I was like okay perfect I, I got hate gift cards. I, you I, more. I, oh yeah this is okay <laughs> so I was like okay a lip liner um like a eyeliner new concealer new mascara like all the things that I would normally wait to buy I was like oh I have a gift card so I'm gonna get them now because I'm like basically almost done I get to the cash register and she's like okay your total is $60 and something something I'm like okay yeah like I just gave you my gift card. She's like, no, you're total after the gift card. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, okay, I'm going to take this That's out. I'm going to take this out. That's it was like over a hundred dollars. And I was like, seriously. And the thing is, is I, I wouldn't have even gone to yeah. shoppers to go get that stuff if I didn't have the gift card. Yeah. So I was like slowly taking things out of my basket to lower the number. And I was like, oh, seriously, why did cool. I put myself in this position? Like you said, like, yeah. Just wait. Not. I should have just saved it. Saved it for a rainy day. What if? What if one day? I don't know. You I need really need something. something. You get anything at yeah. shoppers. Yeah, I could get anything at shoppers, and I just yeah. So that's, that's it's, you're vulnerable. It's like you just yeah. You, you go. You you're like, oh my god, I have money. I have money, and I want to spend it. And that's the worst thing to do. It's like yeah. Because when you you know whether it's a hundred dollars or ten thousand dollars or hundred thousand dollars, you're gonna have that same mentality and I would say also you know you don't have to buy the most expensive mascara you don't have to buy the most mm-hmm. expensive no, foundation yeah. that's like, why I don't I, go to Sephora anymore <laughs> literally buy like a $10 BB cream from shoppers and it's the best thing and it lasted me like six seven months and it was so cheap and then I see people going and spending like $60 on, on foundations and I'm like what is wrong with you yeah like, it's, it's all it's all the hype like it's like there's people on social media that say good, it's cool really. How good is it really? It's You're literally like, the same thing. It's probably made in the exact same factory that probably. your cream is made in. It's and you just know what? Those- I will say though, 
I work extremely fucking hard. Like I, if you know me, Lauren, you know, I work every day of my life and I work hard and I will say that I do splurge and I buy myself something nice about a few times a year. So like last year I bought myself two slides, which everyone thinks I'm so stupid, but you realize that I don't spend money on, you know, getting my hair dyed and getting this done. I don't spend money on makeup. I don't spend money on a lot of other things, but I do want once in a while splurge. And, and I, I think and that I will, helps give you your financial freedom. Because you do need to obviously treat yourself. You yeah. have to treat yourself, I would say is the most important thing. But I also put money aside for about half a year. I put, you know, and then I go buy myself something really nice but I would say it, it's true like these Gucci slides I will disclose they were almost $450 and I can guarantee <laughs> you that the fake ones are made in the same factory in China oh yeah I swear to god like but it's probably you, you put you put the name on it and it's expensive so that I would say actually a lot of things that we would say that we were talking about but I would say you know be cheap like you don't need to buy the most luxurious Rent. like like there's so many things that you can make at home too if you want to go buy a hundred dollar face mask look at the shit they put in there it's i know <laughs> yeah like okay i could just mix some coconut oil and some avocado and some oatmeal some bananas <laughs> yeah yeah for sure you can literally do it yourself like i've honestly bought really expensive products and i found that going and buying aloe like an actual aloe plant at the store has yeah. worked better on my skin yeah, I feel yeah, like and it's also one, it's, those things from Sephora, like nece- like n- more expensive doesn't mean better for you. Like it doesn't mean made with better ingredients. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying there's like, not stuff that has better stuff, but it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that it is. I think it's honestly it comes down to yeah. I think it comes down to laziness with those types of things. Like I think, for example, like you're like, oh, Maddie said you could just make it yourself. That's like with cooking and stuff. People are like, oh, I'm just lazy. I'm going to take take out food or, oh, I'm just lazy. I'm going to get this or do that instead of just like, you know, looking it up, look up a recipe, see what ingredients are because I've done the comparison one time when I'm like, oh, I want to eat something like, let's say I wanted to eat some sort of like Jamaican food. I want a jerk chicken. And then I was like, okay, it's going to be this much for the plate. But if I were to go to the store and get all the ingredients, I'm pretty sure all of the ingredients. It would be half the price and and it would last me like three or four meals rather than just getting one meal for the same price. And it just – up when, when people have a business all the products that they buy are really the same products that you can go and buy at the store but they put a markup on it yeah yeah they yeah. Have to make money that, they make exactly. money yeah but it's, but it's like shit. just don't be lazy but also like <laughs> i find like with eating out like yes i like eating out every so often like we do it I'll once a week here but oh, yeah. i find that I you can easily get trapped in like oh it's more time can like it's convenient blah 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 but it actually isn't like the time it takes the food to get to you to you get could to like you. have eaten a whole meal made it eaten it like yes, I, exactly. I yeah it's like crazy like literally making There's a simple dinner like throw a salmon and asparagus some rice that takes like less than 20 minutes to make and it's a great yeah. meal and yeah and literally yeah, and people, costs you nothing. Yeah. People wait 45 minutes for their Uber Eats and, and they paid bad. for the driver it's, and they paid for – Yeah. Wanna, and then it's yeah. so cold by the time cold. we get there. Yeah. <laughs> this generation, you guys, is so fucking lazy. It blows People buy toast. Like people will buy avocado toast from Uber Eats to get shipped to their house. Like what the heck? Oh, my you goodness. toast? <laughs> like, you know somebody – literally, I, I'm working – I actually work at a restaurant. I'm actually working right now. I'm just doing takeout. But um, somebody – really fucking paid like $10 fee to get $7 fries. 
Oh my How gosh. Amazing. Go oh to McDonald's at least. It's way cheaper. Oh <laughs> yeah. I, I, that, I, yeah. I, yeah. I feel People, like whether it's um whether it's whatever anyone does nowadays, I feel like everyone is so lazy. Yeah. It's mind blowing. I, I yeah. the attention span, I think it's big thing to blame is social media and having things at your fingertips in five seconds and people just but uh, my god people are just so lazy and I think we can also get into this like you know how to be successful and how to have a positive mindset and career-wise relationship-wise but everybody just wants things so quick and nobody wants to actually work for it yeah for sure all these businesses and all these nice things but they they'll have to go through the same shit that you would have to go to. They just are at a point of success, but everyone is easy. I don't know. Everyone starts wrong. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, I actually just did a, uh, a paper on entrepreneurship and it was like talking about, uh, well, I talked about, um, the owner of Amazon and how he started out of his garage selling books. And it literally just started with him, like talking to his wife being like, Hey, what do people need and how can we market it so that they'll buy it from us? And then they went from there and look at him. He just retired a billionaire and I'm pretty sure he got, they got divorced and she's a billionaire now too. And he's still a billionaire. He's still a billionaire. Yeah. So it's like, it's like everybody starts somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and and people, you know, even, uh, even the, the, uh, the man that owns the restaurant that I work with, he, he escaped Sri Lanka with, you know, literally nothing, like nothing to his name. And he came to Canada and now he has two successful restaurants. He's built so much for himself, but people would see him now and be like, oh, nice. Like, you know, I'm so jealous of you, but they they didn't realize that he, he literally came here it. with nothing and, and put, and, and, and came. And I think those are the most successful stories. It's not things that are handed down to you, not generational wealth. It's like, if you had nothing and you made something of it, I will always give respect to those type of people. Totally. Yeah. As long as it's sure. clean money. <laughs> yes. 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 As long as it's honest, clean money and no one, yeah. <laughs> oh, Asher just meowed into the mic. Asher. <laughs> but yes, now. it's true. He is a podcaster. Yeah, no, it's true. I think like takeaways from this is definitely one Put your money out of sight, out of mind. Save those little $5, $10. Even if it's like that that change jar in the corner of your room or in your closet or wherever it is and you just put that little bit of money away, put it away in your TFSA account, whatever it is. And then also credit. Very important. Very like set yourself up for success in the future. Yeah, smart credit, good credit because I didn't realize when I first got my credit card that like how important it was going to be. I mean at that time – I was like paying off my credit card fine. Everything was good. But it got to a point where I was like, wait, credit cards actually like almost define your future because if uh, my Uh, credit card goes uh, down the drain, I'm not going to be able to get a car. I'm not going to be able to get a house. I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm not going to be able to do that. So it's like you really got to take that stuff seriously. Exactly. Like I have people that I'll do a credit card application for them. And without even going into the, like, because basically what happens when you go to the bank and you do a credit application, I submit things on your behalf. I make you basically like a, a profile and application. We send it to our credit department. But sometimes if you have good credit, they will literally approve you on the spot. Just like, like the robot, like the system, the computer will approve you just because you have a certain credit. Like they will already approve you on the spot. You don't even have to worry about getting a call back or showing income documentation. Like just having good credit, you move. It's like an express lane almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely important. And um, what else was I going to say? And budget. Make sure that you yes, budget thing. I was like, what was the other thing that we were talking (laughs) about? (laughs) Budgeting. Make sure that you actually are aware of how much you're spending on bills, how much money you have at the end of the month, how much you can put in savings, how much you can spend for your fun money. Print 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 your print your bank statements out. Sit down. Yeah. Print your bank print your bank statements out. See what you're spending on. See where you can cut down. Uh, you know, make sure that you're spending within your means. I would say that is a that is something that's going to you're either sink or swim your whole life. Like you have to live within your means, even if you don't yeah. want to, you do. And if you live in you, if you live in your means and you're smart with your money when you're young, when you are older, you can have anything you want. You can have that Range Rover, you can have that Lambo, you can have you don't even you don't even have to make massive money a year, massive amounts of money a year. It's just being smart when you're young and setting yourself up for future wealth. So yeah. you have that financial freedom when you're 40, when you're 50, when you want to retire and you have a million dollars in your RFPs, you know, it's because yeah. you started when you were young and it comes fast. People don't think so, but it comes fast. Yeah. So work smart, work hard. Excuse me, Astro. And save smart. And, <laughs> and save smart. Exactly. Be, spend and be smart, smart with that money. Yeah. Spend because, you know smart, what? save no smart. Matter- no matter what industry you're in, whether you're a doctor, whether you're a lawyer, money follows you. And that's why I'm so blessed to be in the financial industry, because I've seen that no matter what industry you are, no matter who you are, no matter where you come from, no matter what the situation is, money is with you for life. Like there is no escaping money. You all, you yeah. have to live somewhere. You have to eat. You have to, you know, life is expensive, especially living in Canada. Everything is so expensive, you know, at rent and mortgages and cars and everything is, is, is expensive so yeah. you know yeah and and like the seriously like when Maddie says start young like do it especially when you don't have like a mortgage and you don't have car payments you don't have yeah. all these things like you literally yeah. are taking for granted basically unlimited money <laughs> like your paychecks are unlimited money so just yeah, put yeah. Aside. Up when you can because yeah. if, you, if you have the if you have the luxury of being able to live with your parents and you know you want to start a business and say you you know you screw up majorly which everyone does success comes with many many falls mm-hmm. at least you have that downfall of that's why I'm taking all my high risks right now because I know at the end of the day I can move back home and I can and I my parents will support me. If you don't have that, then you know you think of a different plan. But I would yeah. say if you're privileged enough to have, you know, your parents, you know, even if they don't want to give you money, but if you want to take a huge risk in doing something, do it when you're young and you don't have liabilities and you have a house to go back to at the end of the yeah. day. If yeah. everything mm-hmm. does fail. Exactly. Totally. So should we hit our roses and thorns? Maddie, we do something here called the roses and thorns, which is your highlight of the week. Your rose is your highlight of the week. Your thorn is your negative of the week. And your bud is something you're looking forward to. Yeah. So Maddie, you want to go first? Or oh, Maddie can go first. Oh, I'll go first. Forward. Lauren, go first. Listen, I got a thing. So you know what? You girls go first. Okay. I'll go first then. Okay, so my um I think my rose would be that I got to um meet my new team uh on what day was it? Thursday. I got to meet my new team that I'm working with and they're all really cool and very smart. They're all young entrepreneurs um and it's just like it's I'm just very excited to continue working with them and actually like working with the company. Um, so that's very cool. And we have a lot of projects coming up, a lot of like new things in the future. So that's pretty cool. And 
then I would say my thorn is just that like I not that I want to bring this into it but COVID spikes is like just it's just freaking everybody out and um mm-hmm. it's just it's just not a good it's just I just feel like it's never ending at this point. Um, I mean, right now it's just important to stay home and stay Stay safe. If you're in Ontario, like we just really need to stop the spread. Yeah, yeah. So that and vaccinate. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, are you guys gonna get the vaccination? What are your thoughts on that? Duh. Yeah, I think I will. (laughs) As soon as it is available, because that means that you are kind of. free almost well no right? you need to take care of people but <laughs> it's a slow process <laughs> no, I mean like, like like I mean like it y- means you- that after you have two doses I think it's 95% effective so if you're the 5% then it's not but if you're the 95 then you're good but we need to wait till like there's everybody majority humidity. of people yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and then once everyone has the immunity or the herd humidity immunity immunity <laughs> then we can be a little be, more reckless. Be free-ish, yeah. yeah. Well, when like I say free, I just mean too. like, like, yeah. Anyways. I just want to go to the club. I, just yeah. want to go <laughs> I don't even care about that. I just like, I, I want to travel. I want to see music. I want to travel. I want to see music. Yeah, yeah. I want to see family. I want to eat at restaurants. Yes, exactly. Um, What was my next thing? Oh, my rose. Um. I guess my rose, it, it's kind of a rose thorn, but mostly a rose is that my semester is coming to an end. So I have oh, my, yeah. <laughs> my exams this week, my exams next week. And then I think we have like one week of just like, I don't even know what you call it, um, review it's classes, like like going over yeah. the exam kind of thing. Um, and then we're done mm-hmm. until I June, I think. Um, yeah. So I'm excited about that. So yeah, that's mine. <laughs> I feel like this semester just flew by. Oh my goodness, I know. <laughs> I literally blinked and it's like, okay, exams. I'm well, like, whoa, good. what? Yeah. So. Um, okay, I'll go. My rose was that we got um lights for our like outdoor patio. So Ooh, I saw that. Yeah. Good. So it's so much nicer now and we can actually like see in the nighttime. So that's nice. I'm happy. And we have our awning it's up. That's the mood. Yeah, set the mood and literally it was raining all day today, but it was like nice out here. It was like 12, 13. So I was like outside reading all day and it was just so nice. Oh, that's awesome. My thorn is, yeah, I guess just like COVID spikes. Um, What else is my thorn? I'm trying to think of something else. Um, Oh, I sent Trevor to the grocery store with like a half made list because he was like rushing me and I was like not into making a list. And then he came home and I was like, what the heck? You didn't get this. And he was like, you didn't put it on the list. And I was like, ah, and now it's like, now I have to wait a week to have my things that I wanted, but that's okay. My fault. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that's married life for you. <laughs> and my bud is, I think it's supposed to like rain all week, but I'm looking forward to some sunshine. It did get sunny this afternoon, which was nice. It and, did, yeah. And uh, yeah, just getting outside, going on some bike rides, you know, making the most of our time at home. Yeah, exactly. So it's rose, right. thorn, and bud, right? Yeah. I'm trying. Okay. Okay. So I would say my rose. Okay. So this, I actually yesterday, which I, Grace, you're close to this. I would say you should do this. Um, Yesterday with a couple of my uh, girlfriends, we went on a bike ride in Niagara on the lake and it was the most beautiful thing I've ever, we went all 
across the water. Yeah, we went it's downtown. So beautiful. We rented these bikes and it was just so nice. Like, and a lot of people may not even think that they're open, but it was so nice to just get out and breathe and be by the water um, and just kind of try to get away from what's happening. Yeah. I would say that was super fun. Um, Thorn, I would say honestly, yeah, same as Lauren. Like now, COVID, I feel like I was just numb to COVID for a bit, but now recently, just up and down, it's kind of starting to hit a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's exhausting. I think we're all just reaching a breaking point. And it just, you know, my 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 grandpa, I just, well, I uh, he left me a voicemail for my birthday and he's like an old year old guy and he's so cute and he's so funny. And it just was so sad that we just, you know, people are on their last kind of stretch of life and we can't even spend it with them. You, know, you just, you yeah. just want to go hug them and love them. And it just, it's starting to just get really exhausting. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, COVID starting to affect me a bit, which it wasn't, but you know, last week or so it's kind of been affecting me. Um, I would say my butt, sorry if I'm not like saying this properly. I don't know. No, you got it. it. You're doing No, great. you are. You are. <laughs> I would say my bud is that I've had a couple weeks off from work. Uh, and I think, it gives you a lot of time. Like I said, I work seven days a week. I'm in full-time school. I'm nonstop. I'm on the move 24-7. So I think I've had a couple of days off, uh, sorry, a couple of weeks off to just really look back and really have some time to myself and really focus on what's important and kind of take a second to just be by myself and catch up on things. And like I said, moving forward, what do I really want in my life, in my career? And, you know, just, kind of making a plan for myself that I hope in the next couple months and within the next year really, really takes off. So nice. Self-growth, the most important type. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Very well, we're so happy that you came on the podcast. Yes. That thank you, Maddie. Yeah, thanks. I was, I was so nervous. Oh, no. <laughs> you did so good. I'm so excited to listen to it over. And I love all the financial talk and I'm just so happy that we're putting it out there because I feel like so many people don't talk about it mm-hmm. exactly exactly At all. and it's one of those things that's going to follow you for your whole life and you know we have we have all the with anything we have all the resources we have all the education you don't even have to go to school you can watch a movie you read a book yeah. on Netflix there's shows like if I would say you know there's a couple good movies um out there uh that I would suggest people listening to this to watch. One is The Secret, and it's basically all about law of attraction and manifesting what you want in life, whether it's relationships, you know, friendships, love, whether it's career-wise, whatever it is. Um, I would say watch that movie, and you will thank me. And if you girls haven't seen it, go watch it. I might. Watch I'm going to watch it. It, it, it yeah. will change your, it'll change your whole mindset, especially going through COVID and everyone's kind of numb and you know feeling like shit yeah I would say watch that movie it is it'll open your eyes as to you know what you're thinking about and how you're living and what thoughts are in your head at all times nice amazing I will put that on my list yeah (laughs) okay so thank you for listening um I hope that you've learned something great from this podcast let us know what else you want to hear about any other guests you're interested in and yeah thank you for tuning in thank you for coming Maddie Thank Thank you. you. Um, You're welcome. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, well, in five years' time, we could be walking around a zoo with the sun shining down over me and you. And there'll be love in the bodies of the elephants, too. And I'll put my hands over your eyes, but you'll peek through.